Welcome to a Thanksgiving special edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. You have a uh, hungry duo here, me, Tyler Rowland, and my co-host, Alex Clancy. Glad to have you guys in as we get you guys ready, an appetizer, if you will, for a long day of football here on a Thanksgiving special edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Alex, let's eat. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before you eat your first plate today, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream as we are graciously giving you some holiday commute content. I want to talk about first plates and second plates because on today's Thanksgiving special, our first plate of content for you is going to be a preview of the Thanksgiving football games that we know you are hungry for. And not to be considered a side dish, our second plate of content is going to be a a little top five of Thanksgiving foods from me, Tyler Rowland, and Alex Clancy. So be excited. Get your uh, appetite together. I could see the audience frothing at the mouth for this Thursday Thanksgiving special edition. With all that being said, Alex, how are you doing? On this you know what that intro was? That intro delicious. Was the, that was the turkey of Thanksgiving. It was, it was Brady Don't bunchy, it. and it was bland, and it Don't was it. no. I, I I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. I'll tell you what, there was a lot, a lot to unpack. But yeah, dude, this is gonna be a fun one. We didn't have to like we didn't ha- we talked about it like you know we could take the day off. We don't want to. This is going to be so much fun. We love to talk about football. We love, you know, to to chat with each other. And we love to talk Thanksgiving treats. You're going to be upset already with my number one. I'm just going to put that out there. You're going to be upset about it. So luckily it's in the second segment. We can get away with the football content first. Yeah, absolutely. As Drake would say, done talking about relaxing. You go on vacation. Not us. We're here. So with that being said, let's dive in to all of this football. So number one. The first game of the day, we have the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. The Lions are three-point home underdogs in this game. Uh, Andy Dalton will be getting the start for the Bears, according to head coach and dead man walking Matt Nagy. But uh, outside of uh, that, oh, Jared Goff also is trending to play. According to Dan Campbell, could be some gamesmanship there. But let's just assume we get Jared Goff versus Andy Dalton. Alex, what's your read on this this Thanksgiving uh, first serving? I'll be setting my alarm for noon there, Bob. Um, I don't really (laughs) – I don't care. Like, here's the thing is, like, this is Matt Nagy's last game as a head coach if they lose. I think that's – you know, and Dan Campbell, you know what? It's more about the coaches than the players. These teams are terrible. Um, they did a great job by not signing Kenny Galladay. I think that's a huge win for Detroit, Ooh. even though it doesn't look yeah. like it right now. Not drafting Tua 
seems to be a win right now, even though mm-hmm. Jeff Okuda has really fallen off a ledge. He, I think he's out for the year. I don't I don't follow that closely, but he he, he yeah, had a bad injury, I believe, early in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. DeAndre Swift is a star. Okay, DeAndre Swift is a star. And I think that Jared Goff is getting a bad rap. He's hasn't played great, but I mean, give me a break, man. You put Ryan Tannehill there. You put other quarterbacks there that are looked at a little bit higher esteem than Jared Goff. They may have two wins, but they're not winning seven games with that roster. But it's about Dan Campbell. And people have bought into the like just the rugged linebacker that is Dan Campbell. And he's kind of become a darling, you know, because he wants to win. He's He seems to be a good leader. And if they get a win, it's going to be great for him and great for Bears fans because the GM and the head coach will most likely be out of there. Right? Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I think that a, a win for the Lions is actually best for everybody, unless you're a Lions fan and you're wanting that number one pick. Uh, that may be uh, something that uh, sounds more appetizing to you than winning this football game. But the Lions have been close to winning a lot of games, so I come. I'm kind of with you. I think they made some good decisions recently. I don't know if Dan Campbell is the guy, but at the end of the day, I think they're on a good path. And I think the Lions play hard, even though they're losing games. And that's a great sign. I think the Lions could win this game, but I'm still going to go with the Bears, who I think have more overall talent, and Matt Nagy survives another week. But moving on to the next game, which is a, a better game overall, the Raiders at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are nine-point home favorites in this game. I think that's a lot of points, but the Raiders are coming off three losses in a row. The Cowboys have been up and down two weeks in a row, although they're a good team. Alex, how are you reading this matchup? I go back to, I think it was two years ago, where a young Josh Allen goes in to Jerry Dome on thir- on Thanksgiving and just puts a shellacking on this Cowboys team. And I know that they're not exactly the same, but man, the Cowboys, when the spotlight is on them, and I know that they have more spotlight than most teams, but like when the spotlight is on them, I'm picking the Raiders. I'm picking the Raiders to win outright. Like I, I don't, I don't believe that this that they are the flashiest thing on paper to never win anything. It's crazy how underwhelming the Cowboys are when they absolutely need to be. Um, sure, Cooper Rush got him a win. They've lost two out of three. Dak looks pedestrian. Ezekiel's hurt. Amari Cooper's out for COVID. And CeeDee Lamb hit his noggin on the ground last week, so he may be out. Like, I don't know why people think that the Cowboys are great just because they're wearing the star. And I think that Derek Carr is a fighter, and I know that they've looked bad. Um, but I'm picking the I'm picking the um the uh, Raiders because you know what? It's the Cowboys and it's prime time Thanksgiving. Raiders win. You know, all of that fantastic analysis, but really what sticks out to me is you may be the first person in media history to call the man Ezekiel. So I enjoyed That's that. His full little, name. Yeah, a little traditional. Did you know that name Zeke is short on a traditional for holiday. Yeah. 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 It's That'd just cool. just incredible usage there. Uh I'm actually <laughs> with you. Uh I think that the uh, the Raiders are going to play good in this game. I think the Cowboys are banged up right now, and that's going to give them some problems. I think Dak Prescott is in that tier of quarterbacks, uh, like most of the decent quarterbacks in the NFL, that without a good supporting cast around them, they're really going to fall off in terms of their play, and that's what we saw. So if CeeDee Lamb plays, I think the Cowboys win this game. 
probably by seven. If CeeDee Lamb doesn't play in this game, I think there's a good chance the Raiders win by three. So I'm with you. The last game of the day is probably the best game of the day, but it depends on how many people on the Saints actually get to play. They're having some real big injury problems right now, but it's the Buffalo Bills at the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints right now are getting five and a half points as underdogs at home. But the Bills, bounce back game, got right. Can they keep it going against the Saints who have lost some games in a row? I mean, the Bills have looked terrible. You know? They're not playing their best football. I mean, they've lost three out of their last five, one of Mm -hmm. which to the Titans. They lost to the Jaguars, and they lost to the Colts in embarrassing fashion. Yeah, yeah, but embarrassing fashion. Like, they were down a lot really quick, and that was it. Like... They've decided, you know what? We're just going to punt on running the ball. We're we're just not going to have a run game, and it's going to work because it's worked in the past. Defenses catch up, man. They have an average to above average running back room with Josh Allen included, and they just decide not to use them. The Saints, you don't want to play the Saints when you're struggling. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They just find a way to win games, especially in the Superdome. You yep. know, like At Trevor home. Simeon. I don't know why Trevor Simeon has so much trust. I know Taysom Hill's been in, been um banged up. He got that big money deal, twenty three plus mil guaranteed, depending on what position he plays more. But I feel like you're going to infuse him a little bit more. I think the Saints win. I mean, and then you're looking at six and five. You're looking at six and five. Now you're a game behind because mm. they're a game behind um the Patriots right now. The yeah, AFC East. Like, what the hell is going on here? I mean, the I, Patriots are playing good football and the Bills aren't. Yeah, so, but that that's kind of what I was saying at the beginning. I, I know that the Saints are a tough team to play because they have a good defense and good special teams pretty much all the time. Even with the struggles they had at running back, they might be without Kamara, they might be without Ingram. But I just think that this uh, is a bounce back week for the Bills. I think they're going to find a way to bounce back. I actually think that they cover. I can see the Bills winning by like double digits in this game. Uh, oh. I think the I think the Bills are a good team. And you're right, they don't run the football, but the Saints are really good at stopping the run. So mm-hmm. I think that that actually plays into the hand uh, of the Bills. I think the Bills have a bounce back week in this one. So we will watch all these games play out, see what happens. But we are going to give you guys your second serving here on a Thanksgiving special of the Locked On NFL podcast next. As me and Alex have some fun, as we like to do when we cap off shows and go over our top five Thanksgiving food items. Before we get into that, do want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. It's Thanksgiving and we all know what that means. Football and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Do you hear that, Alex? Turkey <laughs> and betting. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more prod, pr- prods, props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains the number one spot to bet all your sports action this Thanksgiving. And make sure that you head to betonline.ag right now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up. It's literally free money from BetOnline when you use that promo code LOCKEDON when you sign up. It's not just football though. BetOnline has pro and college basketball. They have NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all these amazing offers. BetOnline, still the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, they are stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. 
Also, have to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar ever. So we've been talking about food all day long. I couldn't pass up an opportunity to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar that I have ever personally had. And it's great to know about on Thanksgiving. Get yourself a box of great tasting built bars right now. They have a ton of different flavors like uh, coconut, raspberry, mint brownie. I'm a big fan of the salted caramel, double chocolate. You like cherry pie on Thanksgiving? Try the cherry barcia. Built Bar. Uh, with the salted caramel, I like to pop it into the microwave or throw it into the freezer, change the texture a little bit. It's delicious. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and it's different than other protein bars that you're used to. It's not chalky. It's not waxy. It's not hard to choke down. It's a pleasant experience, and they're healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. So make sure that you go to their website a bunch this month. They're rotating in and out a bunch of limited time flavors all month long. And when you go to BuiltBar.com, make sure you use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Here we Welcome are. Welcome back. Locked on locked on Cardinals. Locked on NFL. Tyler, like, your live reads are just... They have me mesmerized, you know? <sighs> Alex Clancy, locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowan, locked on Titans. Follow me at Clancy's go. Corner. Follow him at Tic Tac Titans. It's time for a break from football. Because, you know, football can be overwhelming. Sure, we could talk about Jason Garrett getting fired yesterday. We could talk about things that are ancillary pieces to the world. But you know what? Today's Thanksgiving, damn it. And food, food, food. Top five Thanksgiving dishes, main, side, treats, sugar, savory, no rules. Tyler, five to two. Give me your fifth to second ranked Thanksgiving treats in order. Ascending. Go. Okay. So. You have the floor. Through through my top five, where it's going to be a learning experience. Uh, just about me as a person, quite frankly. Um, okay. That's and, where I feel we'll, about we'll this. Yet. Two big themes uh, when we get done here that's, that's obvious from where I'm going. At number five. Deviled eggs. If you know, you know. If you're somebody who likes deviled eggs, then you know what I'm saying. I mean, those are like those are like little pieces of candy on Thanksgiving. I'm I'm walking by through the kitchen. You know, I'm in between that first and second serving. I'll boom, grab an egg, pop, grab a deviled egg. My mom has this great recipe with bacon bits. I mean. You get the the mayo flavor, you get the mustard flavor, you get the egg yolk in there. Eggs are delicious anyways. I'm a big boiled egg fan just in general. So you add in all those extra flavors, a little bacon bits, maybe a little dill, some paprika. There's tons of ways that you can go. Oh, Lord. Number five, those beautiful little deviled eggs. Oh, delicious. Number four, mashed potatoes and gravy. A stalwart, a constant. The sw- here's the here's why they're <laughs> four though. You gotta you gotta take into account here. You really do. 
mashed potatoes and gravy is not always cooked well. Sometimes, you know, the mashed potatoes got a lumpy butt. I don't like that. Not a big fan of that. Don't need lumpy mashed potatoes. They need to be smooth. I would encourage everybody out there to get a potato ricer. That mm. really helps you. You know, it's like a large garlic press for p- potatoes. I mean, you could use other stuff with it, but I use it to mash my potatoes and make sure they're smooth and thin. Okay, so depending on where you go, whose house it is, you know, my mom's house is pretty good. My house is great. Girlfriend's parents, just kidding. It's really good. Um, but either way, mashed potatoes and gravy, got to have it on your Thanksgiving plate or it's not Thanksgiving. So for me, that's number four. Number three, another one that could be higher, but preparation is always sketchy, and that's mac and cheese. I I love the carbs. Mac and cheese, the cheesy flavor. You got to have a crunch layer on top, whether it be burnt cheese or breadcrumbs. I'm a big, I'm a big breadcrumb guy on the top of my mac and cheese. It's a little broil action. Woo! If you get the torch out, get real crazy with it on the breadcrumbs. Great, but usually you get the the traditional baked mac and cheese. With you got to make sure it's still creamy inside. You got to make sure there's enough moisture. It can be up and down from house to house. So for that reason, it's at three. I have to have it on my plate. It's usually good when it's great. It could arguably be number one, but that's where I'm at there. And number two, dark meat turkey. Dark meat turkey. Yeah, I know. White meat, it's plentiful. Everybody loves a turkey breast, all that. Get it. Not me. Give me dark meat turkey. It's more juicy. There's more flavor in it. So for me, you get some dark meat turkey bumping up. Rubbing uglies with with some mashed potatoes, maybe maybe something sweet, you know what I mean in there. Maybe maybe some cranberry sauce, you know, just anything sweet. Even the deviled eggs can be a little sweet sometimes. You mix it with the, the oh man, give me some of that dark meat turkey, the the elite meat for Thanksgiving. That's my five through two. Okay, um, that was great, and the podcast is over. So thank you for being short winded with that. So my number five is turkey because it has to be there. I would omit it completely if I could. But because it's the basis by which, it's the vessel by which you get to enjoy all the good stuff, you yes. know, to be PC and not just look like a maniac just having sides on your plate as a 38-year-old man, turkey has to be there. If it had to be honorable, I wish it could have been honorable mention. Those aren't the rules that I just made up right now. So that's number five. Number Dark or four, white and What's your preference? Doesn't matter. It's all gross. Oh. It doesn't matter. So I, but I put it at five. I would choose white meat because it's sturdier, which yields the vessel to be more, to be less leaky, leaky boatish, if I can say that. So I would have to say the white meat of the two, but on neither. reputation alone, turkey gets yeah, in the top. Just five. because, yes, absolutely. And then number four is I'm going to take one of yours. I didn't think of this one. But deviled eggs, I didn't know that it was a traditional Thanksgiving dish because if I could eat a couple things in my life that were, like if you could choose, if you could choose a couple foods that would 100% be the most healthy for you, like remove kale and put this in and have the same, like in an alternate universe, if this would be the most healthy thing for you to eat, it would be red velvet cake and deviled eggs. Those would be the two that I would be like, you know what? If you could choose anything to eat and have it yeah. better your health instead of make you have a heart attack, 
those would be right. them. So I'll put deviled eggs at three or at four. Number three is garlic mashed potatoes with gravy. And gravy, here's the thing, though. The reason why it's not higher is because mashed potatoes, I can do lumpy. I can do whipped. I don't really care about that. Buy the store-bought gravy. We don't need superheroes. You don't need to make gravy out of the giblets and, and, and mess that nobody wants to eat of the turkey. Give me the salt content. Buy the Montreal steak one. Buy whatever package crap you can get at the grocery store that you know is going to have the consistency and it's going to taste good. Don't be a hero. You try to be that with the turkey. The turkey's crap anyway. Buy me the home. Buy me the store-bought gravy. I mean, I don't think I'm insane for that. Number two, this is another thing that's very it, – it's got, it's got some wrinkle to it. It's got some nuance to it, but stuffing, but only the stuffing that I like. So stuffing is sourdough bread, mushrooms, okay. celery, yeah. and smoked sausage. That's what it is. I don't like ground sausage. I don't like Italian sausage. If you're going to give me a meat product in stuffing, which you should, it should be smoked sausage, kielbasa smoked sausage, what have you. Okay? That's my robust top four. And I'm going to go first here with my number one. Now, I could go pecan pie. I could go pumpkin pie. I could go other things. You know what it is, Tyler? Ocean spray cranberry sauce. So I'm going to go with this. Okay, so normally you can have the cranberries in the mess. Cranberry sauce can get very liquidy, and it doesn't have a great shelf life. You know what has a great shelf life? Things in a can. Things in a can have great shelf life. If you want to use your boat vessel with turkey, with the gravy and mashed potatoes, take a couple slices of ocean spray cranberry sauce on top, and you could just have a party. You have a field day. So I think cranberry sauce itself is overrated, but ocean spray cranberry sauce in a can, slicey slice, put it on my plate, number one. See ya at Christmas. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Here's the thing, Alex. What I've known from doing the show with you now for a few months is I can always count on some really sturdy hot takes. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, you should you should get uh, not, the homemade gravy is worse. And worse, I like my sure. I like my cranberry sauce out of a can. Yes. Those are spicy, spicier yeah. than any turkey I'm eating this Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, okay. Respectable list, though. I know you truly mean it. Number one for me. My two themes for you that I'm going to give you quickly. I'm not a sweets person. Not a mm. big guy on sweets. I don't like any pie. I don't really like many desserts. Uh, apple cobblers, stuff like that. Nah, I'm out. I don't, sweets just, ugh, I'm too sweet for me. And two, I am a traditionalist. Turkey. Mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, and my number one Thanksgiving item, green bean casserole. Oh, let's go. Gracious. Yes, let's go. The best, oh. baby, the best. You get the green beans in there. You get the, the cream of mushroom. I, I, I mean, personally, when it's just for me, like if I'm making green bean casserole, for me, I'll put a little onion in there. I'll put a little bacon bit in there as well. Nope. A little extra cream of mushroom. I'll even put some mushrooms in there if I'm really getting crazy. You throw in those crispy onion straws. I could eat crispy onion straws out of the box like the potato chips. 
Um, so you put a bunch of them on there. They're real crispy. You get that creamy, umami, savory taste of the mushroom, the cream of mushroom. You get the, the firm, organic, earthy taste of the green beans and then the seasonings. I like salt. I like pepper, little onion powder, little garlic, little smoked paprika in there just because I'm obsessed with the smoked added flavor. You got the crispiness on top, especially after it's baked. You get that crunch, that salty crunch in there. It's got it's even the little bit of sweetness in the cream of mushroom. It literally satisfies all five of your flavor senses at one time. Green bean casserole is the best Thanksgiving side or Thanksgiving I mean, dish, period, of I mean, them all, that, my number one. That is the Houston Texans win over Tennessee Titans of takes. I mean, that hey, is it may just be. It may be. terrible. I'm proud. Terrible. Proud of my green you bean. You do love. that on purpose. That is abhorrent. I love green bean casserole. To the point where I, like I make beans. it. I make it all the time because I want to make sure that it's there and I want to make sure that it's made right. So green bean casserole, number one. All right. Well, yeah, Alex. Are we done yet? I don't want to leave. I, I don't want to think about that. That's going to that's gonna do it. That's going to do it. You know how you know cool. how Thanksgivings and holiday specials always end? With a family argument. So before that takes place, we will get out of here. They'll be back, Chris uh, Carter and uh, your boy Q, on Friday to get you guys ready for the rest of the weekend of football. Hope you all have a safe and happy Thanksgiving holiday season out there. Me and Alex will see you next week, though, but make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. Happy eating.